Alpha, you know what I need. Teenagers with attitude. That's correct, Alpha. Teenagers with attitude. What's up, bro? Teenagers with Attitude, the show where a bunch of grown adults sit around talking about teenagers in tightly colored clothing fighting monsters, and boy, uh, what a, an on-paper horny and in-practice not horny episode, y'all. <laughs> like, wow. Uh, we, You know, we've mentioned mind control stuff on this episode, on, or on this show on and off. We're gonna have to talk about it a little bit t- uh, today, so that's gonna be fun. Uh, I'm Zach, and joining me this week, we've got Emily. It's the gunner of evil, baby. <laughs> God damn it. The episode's called The Gardener of Evil. That was a very good joke. I appreciate it. Uh, and we have a, a new guest, uh, our buddy Dylan. Hi. Happy to be joining. Yeah, we're psyched now, to have you on. You may, um, you may uh, but, remember Dylan's name being spoken on, on the... Um, uh, <sighs> patron of those cameo videos we've been given yeah 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 that's that's true um which like i gotta say uh i really appreciate that i could tell this to your face uh i really really appreciate those they also give me insane levels of embarrassment because it's just like oh god oh god oh god they're talking to me (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, especially the, the, the Jason David Frank one because it's great. It makes calling me, out Mike. Was it makes me great. so happy though. They're did you they're write wonderful. that in there? Like oh, like yeah. The day I Mike. ordered it was the day my like that that episode had come out. So I heard Mike saying, "Oh, thank God, I'm done with Jason David Frank." So I was like, <laughs> "Oh, okay." <laughs> That's amazing. He definitely leaned into it, which I appreciated. Uh, but yeah. Uh, we really appreciate uh, those, and also we know that, or you know, you've been a listener for a long time, and we don't have uh, we've we've done less guests lately. We're trying to do a little bit more, and uh, if you've been a listener for a long time and want to be a guest, you know, shoot me a message, and we'll we'll see what we can do. But uh, uh, today we have our Dylan is our new guest, and as such, that means it's time for me to ask. What is your history with the Power Rangers franchise? Um, so I'm a little younger than some some of the people on here. Not not as young as Lucas, but younger than a lot of the people on here. Okay. Uh, so my older okay. my older sister was into it first. Uh, so oh, she cool. was obsessed with it and had like like I think my dad ended up spending like five hundred dollars one Christmas to get her the White Tiger Zord the year that was the that's thing. That's awesome. Your sister sounds cool. That's that's something that. I- I actually don't ever think we've talked about is that now obviously you can know you can go get the uh, uh, the toys for the like the legacy versions and like they're they're fairly expensive but they're not wild. I had forgotten that when those toys were new they were so fucking expensive. Like, oh, yeah. yeah, he had to buy it out of I'd like for- some guy's trunk because they were like the most popular thing and there was no way to yeah, buy it, it was, in a store. I'm sure scalpers, dang. Wow. Uh, that That's sucks, happening. but hey, hey, good dad though. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so cool. She she was into it first, so she had like some recordings and stuff. Like uh, I didn't get to watch Green with Evil whenever it actually played, but she had mm-hmm. part one and part five on VHS. 
Oh my oh, god, wow. that's so, so funny. In the my, best parts. In my <laughs> head, I thought like I thought it was a two-parter. I thought it was just ended on a weird cliffhanger. And I'd watched Power Rangers before and know that it was a weird show. So I was like, eh, that's just how it goes. There's just Yeah. <laughs> that's honestly a fair point. Like if Power Rangers is a bonkers show and like doesn't have continuity very much. <laughs> it wouldn't be that wild for Power Rangers to have a part one and then a part two where it's like, I know there's plot points they just didn't do anything <laughs> with. Like <laughs> Yeah, that's not that crazy, but uh okay, cool. So so then you caught up uh kind of after the fact on on VHS. Did you watch any of it airing or was it mostly uh older stuff? Oh yeah, um so I, I was born ninety four, but uh Okay. I, I watched it religiously for like a lot of the seasons i think i fell off during dino thunder i think because that's when i was friends were making fun of it so now i was embarrassed that i was watching it yep 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 that happens but uh i i got a big kick uh leading up when you guys were coming into turbo because i owned the turbo movie on vhs nice and it was my favorite movie growing up (laughs) Uh, my friends and I would watch it every time we had a sleepover. So I've probably seen it like that's really good. 60, 70 times. <laughs> wow. God, that rules. I now, so, uh, you know, nostalgia is a hell of a drug. Uh, we all, I'm sure, have movies that we cannot be objective about because of how much we love them as a kid. I'm that way with the Ninja Turtles movies. Ninja Turtles movies perfect, though, is a thing. The 1990s one is perfect. That is true. <laughs> it is perfect. However,. <laughs> Have you watched the Turbo movie recently, and do you still really like it? Uh, I rewatched it right before you guys did it for the show, just because it you know felt timely. Uh, and I w- was able to get a hold of one of my friends who we used to watch it to when we were little. Oh, that's that's fun. And we we watched <laughs> it over. Really I think over cast. Yeah, yeah, cast. And <sighs> wow, that uh, I still had fun with it. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, yeah. It's a it's definitely a movie that has some real problematic elements and is real horny. It's real horny. Oh, incredibly. It's real problematic and most importantly like at least for me now, well, most importantly, the part, the the racist shit in it is bad. Yeah. But the thing that kills it as a movie most for me now as an adult is just like God, it's the pacing in the first like hour. It's mm. not good, <laughs> but yeah, that's cool. The though. pacing in the whole fun. thing is really bad, <laughs> and, and that's great that you got to watch it with your buddy. That's really funny. Uh, but yeah, it's it doesn't. It's not one of the ones that I think holds up as well. <laughs> uh, no, it really so, doesn't. Well, so you dropped off on Dino Thunder. That's funny because you know Tom, that's the one where Tommy comes back. But uh, have you seen any of the more recent stuff or, or kind of just... I, I've watched some of it. Um, I ended up getting more back into the uh, franchise. I was I was super sick. I had pneumonia a few years ago. Ooh, so I was just watching video after video because I couldn't go out and do anything. And yeah. at the time, I was watching The Nostalgia Critic, and I watched his review of the mm-hmm. term. I, I know he sucks. But, <laughs> I mean, it's I used okay. to watch him too. Like, no oh, yeah, judgment. We all did. It's fine. <laughs> no big deal. But uh, I was watching his review of the Turbo movie, and someone talked about the history of Power Rangers videos in like the comments, and I'd never heard yes, of those. Yeah. Uh, and I ended up watching all of them in about yeah. a day. <laughs> yeah, you know, we've talked about them before. Linkara's history of Power Rangers videos. I, there's. I've rewatched them recently. I disagree with some of the stuff he says, but if you like want a quick, like pretty good version, yeah. uh, like covering of of all of the series, like that's honestly a really good place to go if you can find him. I know he still gets like takedowns yeah. from fucking Toei, but yeah. Even if even if you like don't agree with them, they're still pretty cool. Like like time like like, like they're good like quick summaries and history of the show. That's right. what it is, right? Like, yes. Yeah. It's pretty, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a pretty cool video series. They're, I like it. Every one of them are on his website. I, I watch them. So I, I have, sometimes have insomnia. Uh, so I'll, oh, I'll, I for- I'll turn them on and just oh, listen no, to I them. Feel. That's good no, to know that they're on uh, on his website because that, that then they won't get YouTube taken down. So okay, cool. Yeah, those are they are good. Um, like I love. I'm not a huge YouTube uh, like audio uh, video essay person, but. Uh, if you have insomnia, boy, 
watching like an hour and a half long video about like the witcher or something will will help me fall asleep i don't know about everybody else (laughs) but (laughs) uh but yeah cool well awesome well we are going to watch this week uh or have watched and are going to talk about episode 32 the gardener of evil which is the second part Sort of of a two-parter, not really. It, yeah. It, it basically starts right where the last episode left off. Um, however, it is not named as a two-parter. Uh, we open with Bulk and Skull in their punk outfits, which is always nice when they put them back in there. It doesn't really make a ton of sense to me, but whatever. They're That's fine. <laughs> Um, and it's they are casual wear, you know? Yeah, I guess so. It's them. just like their civilian clothes. Uh, and they are putting, getting ready to put Justin's lucky wishing coin, uh, that has been enchanted by one of Divatax's monsters in a, uh, uh, pinball machine. Uh, and when they do that, it blows up for some reason. I guess if you put like a cana- if you put a toonie in there, it would just blow up because it I mean, only it, wants quarters. It wasn't a toonie. I don't know what that was, but yeah, <laughs> it, like. Well, I'm just saying, like, all it'll happen is it it'll just come out the bottom. Yeah. It's not going to explode it. <laughs> is it because of the magic that it explodes it? Maybe. Maybe I thought I thought maybe at first I thought maybe they were going to have it like you know, give him, give them a million bajillion points or something like, uh, cause it's magic, but it pretty much just shoots out, uh, smoke and like the wires come out of the, out of the front there. I didn't watch part one. So this was an interesting way to be introduced to these magic coins. Yeah. I'm glad you didn't watch part one. So we can get that perspective from you directly. Cause I was going to say like, Cassie didn't watch part one. And this was like really confusing. She's like, wait, wishing coin. What the fuck? I think so, we've talked about wait. it before. I, I believe that when these were airing, they would have a little like last time on Power Rangers thing, but that's not in the Netflix or on the DVDs. Uh, so it just goes straight into it. So to catch you up real quick, Dylan, basically, uh, Justin had a lucky coin that his dad gave him. It got turned into a wishing coin by an evil monster. And now Divatox is looking for it because she lost it. And wants to uh, cast her or have her wish. So somehow Balkan Skull got it. Uh, and now they're. I, this is something I'll say real quick. I like that they're part of the plot in this episode. Usually Balkan Skull's B plot like doesn't matter yeah. to, to what's happening. It's kind of nice that they're involved in, in kind of the the search uh, in this episode. Yeah, and, and even kind of get a little bit of heroic moments, which I, yeah. I always appreciate. So were there. Three coins initially. Yes, yeah, there, there was. Were, one of them Elgar used to wish for hair, and which was that was a that was a toonie that one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, one of them, and then he cut it off because he didn't like it. One of them was to make uh, Blue Centurion evil, which is why he's evil in this episode. And then she dropped the last one uh, from the moon base. Which, of course, when you drop something from the moon, it does fall to Earth. That's how it works. Everyone knows that. <laughs> So then they had to find it. Now they have to find it. It has nothing to do with the moon. It's just a space base. Oh, right. Sorry. It's just a space base. My bad. Yeah. Um, so Lieutenant Stone uh, is on the phone with somebody and he says, ah, I got to go call you back and runs over to see what the hell Balkan Skull are doing. Um, he says, what did you put in this thing? And he picks up the coin. He gives it back to them. Uh, and then he's like, okay, y'all idiots, go to this address uh, and see Martha. She's going to give you a job at her nursery. This <laughs> bad I ha- idea to- was my first thought. <laughs> so we have to talk about this. Lieutenant Stone, I guess, is just their dad now. Yeah, like, like, totally. Because before he was hiring them, but now he's just like, I mean, I'm not going to hire you, but I love you, so I have to get you work somewhere. <laughs> like, I, just... I guess he feels, like, responsible for them somehow now. I don't it... know why, but... Unless, like, they're... Like, maybe they work for him and he's getting a cut, but that would M- maybe, be weird. Maybe off screen, they told him, so, by the way, those monkeys, that was us. <laughs> and that <laughs> yeah. sucked. And he was like, oh, God, I'm so sorry. 
I enslaved you as monkeys. I did not know. <laughs> Let me help you get a job. <laughs> yeah. So, in any case, they're going to go work at this nursery. And uh, there is a, a little cute thing where Skull is like, a baby nursery? And he's like, no, plants. And, and Bulk looked really excited. Yeah, like, Bulk he was like, Skull. oh, fuck, I'm going to take care of kids. This is going to be fun. <laughs> yeah. Which they've taken care of a baby before. And they did okay. Yeah. So. Um, Jason David Frank's baby. We oh yeah I forgot about that. So we <laughs> then cut up to uh, the space base, and everyone is very excited to be introduced to the new extremely destructive monster that Porto says is his best monster yet. Um, and his name is uh, what's his monster's name again? Wicked Weeder. It's Wicked Weeder, and his design is very strange. He is. He's got a big face. He's just like a huge head uh, with like a hat and some weeds coming out of it. But then the f- his like front of him is like a gardening apron, I guess. But but like with weird designs on it. I, I, th- I thought that was maybe more like a ceremonial robe or something. Yeah, it could be. I'm not super sure what he's supposed to be. Unfortunately, um, I did not watch the Car Ranger episode, so I can't help. <laughs> uh, you know, it happens. That's fine. I did uh, not have time. But what we we do have to talk about is that Diva talks. He starts talking, and he says, uh, you know, I want anybody got some vittles, and he says it in a southern accent. And Diva talks basically immediately gets upset and says, there's she, no way. She's a huge movie Bob fan. <laughs> Yes, she immediately <laughs> says that, essentially because he has a southern accent, she's like, well, this monster sucks and clearly can't do anything right. And yeah, I she's was, like, he's a hick, and he's garbage, and I don't <laughs> like him, and it's like, wow, you suck, Demon Dogs. <laughs> to be completely <laughs> fair, she got disappointed the second she saw his design. That's true, yeah, she did see his face and go like, oh no. <laughs> and I mean, like, he's not, like, super intimidating, but I mean, like... It's not, he's kind of part for the co- course of the monsters. I mean, like, he doesn't look any less intimidating than any other ones. Except for maybe yeah. a select few. She calls him Old McDonald and um, says, like, oh no, how scary. He's surely gonna, you know, uh, she calls him a country bumpkin. She's like, I which- hate farmers. They fucking suck. <laughs> <laughs> She hates people who live in the Rust Belt. She says we should split the country into into blue states and red states. Uh, it is weird that Diva Talks has any concept of like of that. Like it doesn't really make sense. They're space farmers. They're space yeah. pirates. They're space farmers. Okay, sure. Yeah. So she hates space farmers. Um, now. Uh, Porto says you shouldn't, uh, you know, discount him. His, his, um, he has seeds that that have the power of persuasion. And now, right here, all, I think all three of us off off mic were talking about like, yep, we thought this was going to be a horny episode because mind, <laughs> mind control. And honestly, so let's talk about it real it's, quick. It's yeah, <laughs> listener, if you don't have a mind control fetish, that's fine. But I think you could at least understand that, like, it's a control thing, right? Like, it's it's about, like, power play, and that's how a lot of that stuff works. Um, so you, you understand why that would work for some people. Uh, power Rangers has previously done it in mostly pretty horny I mean, ways. Like, Rita and Cat. <laughs> Is one thing that comes to mind. Right, the Rita when she she was making cat evil and like she literally had her her pet and stuff and like and and she literally had like a gauge that was like going from good to evil slowly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um. So I thought that's where this was going. We'll talk about it when we get there. But I was surprised at how this is enacted. Um. So. Divatox tells Wildweeder, you've got to, uh, you know, you've got to go get that coin. And she sends uh, him and Blue Centurion, evil Blue Centurion, off to uh, find the coin by basically just, they teleport down to Earth and Blue Centurion. Use a on them. <laughs> I love, I love the way the monster teleports because his head comes off his body first. 
Yes, that's true. I forgot about that. For some reason, he like vines cover him and pull his body down, but then his head just like flies off for some reason. <laughs> it is weird. Uh, and then yeah, Blue Centurion stops some regular civilians and is just like, "Halt! Your services are required to assist Divatox in her search for the coin." And then uh, Wild Weeder comes out, and yeah, he casts Leech Seed. He just throws some seeds on him. And then they, <laughs> like... They get covered in vines. He throws seeds, but it's not like a cool, like, a monster effect or anything. He literally has a bag of seeds that he just reaches yeah, his hand. Yeah, it's true. He just hand tosses them at him. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's not CGI seeds. He just throws grass seed at them. That, that and, is an important detail. We should, we should make note of it. And then they have... Um, like vines cover them, like uh, and grab like, them, tie them up, yeah. And I was like, at this point, I'm like, okay, so like plant zombies, maybe? Like they're gonna, yeah. Like, I mean, like we talked about earlier, like how on paper it like feels like a mind control like kink thing because like it's got so many of the tropes. Like a plant monster being a mind control thing is like a common thing with like yeah, pheromones yeah. and stuff like that. A poison and then, ivy. Poison ivy and yeah, fucking Batman. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Like, there you go. And then like drone, like bee drones, hive minds. That's a big mind control thing. Dronification. <laughs> and they get turned into bees. No, they get okay. turned into bee people. But we will describe no, this don't. further in a moment. <laughs> no, but, they like, don't. But like I got on paper, that's what happens, yes. and like, and like <laughs> that's like a kinky thing, and then but it, but in practice, explain it, Zach. <laughs> so here's what happens: they say they describe this as them turning into bee drones. Uh, well, diva drones, I think he calls them all the time. But yes, yeah. I don't know if they just fucking ran out of money or what, but <laughs> literally, what they they are wearing, okay. So, you know Waldo from Where's Waldo's shirt? Or, or, you know, like, just a horizontal striped shirt. It's just a horizontal striped... Yeah, like yellow and black, like a bumblebee would. And then they have these big toques, like Link hats, that are also bumblebee striped. They look like Link from Zelda's hat, but they're black (laughs) and yellow striped. And they all have on sunglasses. And... (laughs) And they all, like, run in circles and jump up and down and say coin over and over again. And I was like, oh, well, that's not where I thought this was it's, going. It's the goofiest shit, and I love it. <laughs> it's literally, and, and they're just wearing, like, and I want to stress, when I say shirt. Like a big baggy shirt. I'm not saying it's a like bad costume. It's literally a shirt and a hat. Yeah. Like, it's like it's like a long, like, tunicky shirt. Yeah. It's, like, super... Like, yeah, they look like... They're literally like, t-shirts. Ex, ex. Yeah, just t-shirts. <laughs> yeah. And they, they, I think they might have... I was trying to see if they have, like... I guess some, some of them, them are, have, are not even that long, but some of them look like they're really long, but other ones are just, like, literally like a t-shirt, yeah. Some of them have one of those headmans that has, like, little antenna balls, but not all of them. <laughs> they only had five of those <laughs> to go around. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just so... It's, like... Everyone, please write down. Uh, I am nominating this uh, this episode for <laughs> worst worst special, worst special effect for the Tooties this year because wow, it's bad. Um, I mean, but it's also so charming and dumb, and I love it. <laughs> it's very funny. It's just like it's one of those things where, like, power, you know that Power Rangers they have to make fifty fucking episodes in a year of a special effects driven show, and obviously it doesn't have the most money in the world, but like. Sometimes it's like this is Power Rangers level, and sometimes it's like these are like they got these from Double Dare. Like they just got these, <laughs> and it's just very funny. Um, we go to the theme song, and then we cut to uh, TJ and Cassie. They just uh, walk around with their DS's training Pokemon. Yeah, which again, it just. It's so funny because, like, the DS was not a thing, obviously, when this was out, but the the Turbo Navigators just look like DSs. <laughs> and, um, and yeah, so uh, they they say basically we we can't fi- we haven't found anything. Uh, Alpha confirms that the only way uh, to fix Blue Centurion 
because he wasn't programmed, he was magicked, is to wish him back to normal. You can't fix him any other way. So they've got to get the last coin. I know you guys have to have talked about it before, but this is my first time seeing TJ morph in like years. It, okay. He is flexing like crazy during his morph, and that is a that buff is, man. He's very large. He's a big guy. The red the Red Rangers are always buff. I feel like at least so far, and I, it's funny because like I think they do often dress them in baggier clothes, so it's not as obvious. A to like try and age them down, so it's not as obvious they're like twenty four or whatever. But uh. Yeah, also to cover up the fact that, like, Billy was completely ripped out of control or whatever to make him look like a nerd. Uh, TJ is so, so strong. And, yeah, basically they see uh, Wild Weeder uh, hassling some humans. Doing his thing, you know, making people into bees. <laughs> making people into bees. And then they morph. <laughs> and like you said, that 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 pose... Which is like the the car ranger pose is basically bringing your uh, just flexing your front your whatever arm is like yeah. in front essentially his, his biceps huge his bicep is wild I, you're right <laughs> I hadn't really noticed that it's I didn't it's really like, either until now but I'm like oh yeah it's, it's like popping the, it's like <laughs> the size of his head <laughs> um yeah good catch they shift into turbo and then uh. They see Blue Centurion. Uh, the other Rangers show up from off screen. Uh, TJ he yells at Wild Weeder that he will take his sack of seeds, um, <laughs> and then he uh, they summon some Piranatrons. And this is a uh, a pretty long fight sequence that's all American footage. Um, you know because it's still got the fucking people in bee costumes in the background <laughs> dancing around <laughs> also like and they're fighting piranatrons and stuff like that like also supposedly they needed these bee people to look for the coin but they're literally just like spinning in circles like i don't they don't seem <laughs> very not helpful. doing a great job no <laughs> um so yeah blue centurion immediately goes to whip the power rangers' asses again uh, because they won't fight him, basically. Yeah, they're um, still trying to like be like, but you're a good guy. Yeah, and I don't know why they think this is gonna work now. You know, they the Power Rangers don't want to hurt their buddy, and it's understandable. But he does beat them up pretty bad and shoot them. I know they haven't been Rangers for like a long time, this group. But I love that they still called out that they have them outnumbered when they first showed up. Yeah, that's true. Yes, they're like, haha, I we outnumber you. And then the bad guys are like, we can remember how we can just like wave our hands and Piranatrons <laughs> just show up. Like, here we go. <laughs> yeah, it is very funny. Um, so they, uh, they're, yeah, there's a pretty long fight sequence. I think it's pretty good. Um, they finally regroup and, and say, like, since you're what has he done to these people? Oh no! Not I thought. I thought we were at the path. Never mind. Oh no! No, he he basically said the uh, TJ is like, "Don't you know us, Blue Centurion?" And he's like, "Yes, you're the enemy." And then he pulls out his gun and shoots them all, which is yep. This it's a weird shot because he's like just aiming forward, but the bullets go like everywhere. Thank you. Yeah, you know. Uh, yeah. Well, you know they for some reason, um. Whenever they do the laser guns in American footage, it's always bad. I don't know why. Like in the in the Sentai footage, it always looks pretty normal. Like they 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 uh, do the retroscope uh, rotoscoping, but for whatever reason in um in the American footage, like the the lasers they use are either like a continuous laser, which is not what it looks like in uh, the Sentai footage. Or it's something like this where he, like you said, he raises his gun and then it comes out at like three different angles without him moving like different his hand. shots. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> it's not like a spread shot, which would make more sense. It's just right. like yeah. all over the place. Uh, but they get blasted and then uh, Lucicurian and Wildweeder leave. Uh, they, they run up to one of the beified uh, people and... 
This is the first time I realized they were just wearing sunglasses, which I guess is supposed to be like the B.I.s. I don't know. <laughs> it's really funny. Um, it's like they're trying to look cool or something. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Like, it's really good. Yeah, they're trying to look <laughs> radical. Uh, but they're like... Well, uh, oh no, they've, they, they're completely hypnotized. Like, they basically give up on these people. Um, so <laughs> they essentially say, okay, well, you know, we can't really stop this until we beat up the wild weeder and we can't do that until we find the coin. So they, they keep head back out to look for the coin again. It's such a small thing, but I love when they run up to the people. Most of the bee people run away, and one is just jogging in place so that they can look at her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she she is just like like a JRPG character, just moving in place. Yeah. Also, they kind of uh, it looks like they were instructed to like wait, like flap their hands, like their their bee wings. I guess not their whole <laughs> arms, just their hands. Because everybody's doing the same thing, basically. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's very funny. Uh, yeah, they like you said, Dylan, they inspect this one lady who just stays there. And then uh, they, they head off. We cut over to uh, Balk and Skull, who are helping uh, uh, their new boss, I guess, who is um, the lady who works at a, uh, a nursery, plant nursery. She's instructing them uh, on how to use fertilizer. Unfortunately, she calls it cow manure. And uh, Balkan Skull, who, listen, I'm not saying that they, like, roll around in poop all the time, but they are no strangers to to get messy. Like, that's their whole thing. Okay. Also, they should know this from when they, like, worked with um, Lieutenant Stone, and he had he made them do plant stuff. Yeah. Hulk had a giant uh, handful of it until she said that, and then he started freaking out and, like, acting like it smelled bad. Right, that's the thing. It's, well, it's just the, I guess it's just the idea that he knows it's poop now. Well, but you know what poop smells like. Like, he yeah, didn't, that's true. someone didn't need to tell him what it was. <laughs> um, <laughs> but she says, she, she tells him what it is, and, and then he freaks out because he's holding it, and. Uh, then there's basically poop jokes where she just lists off other things that cow manure is called. <laughs> yeah. Um, including meadow muffins and prairie pastries. Gross, 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 gross. <laughs> uh, and then uh, they're grossed out. But, uh, you know, they're going to do the job, I guess. Um, the she ha- She says, like, okay, you know, so plant these plants with it. Uh, and then carry it over there. I'll see you later. And she heads off and immediately gets beified <laughs> instantly. And it's really weird because we really like we linger on it and she like runs around like flapping her hands and everything. Like it's a great comedic bit we need to see. Like, I don't know. Like it's not we've seen this. It's not like a new thing. Like Yeah, yeah that's true. Um so then we, uh, so yeah, she's, she's bead. We cut over to, uh, Elgar and... Sorry, just one more thing. It's not even like it's a character we know, and that's the funny part, is seeing a character we know do a funny thing and lingering on it. She's been just introduced, and they yeah. act like it's a big thing, and it's, like, yeah, really stupid. Sorry, continue. No, it's fine. Wild Weeder, ex- uh, I, I know it's just a problem with the subtitles, but he does expressly tell her to find corn, according to the subtitles, instead of... A coin. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Please find corn. I need it. <laughs> uh yeah, there's so they have a tent the bad guys have a tent and all the uh the bees are like bringing uh stuff to they're just bringing like buckets of coins basically. And um uh Blue Centurion is searching through them for the correct one. Uh, and you know, you just have more, more people pour coins on this big pile. Uh, and yeah, then they send everybody back out to look for it. They have this huge pile of, of coins. It's very, it's a pretty funny scene. Um, they have signs with the coin that says, have you seen me on it? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. They have like lost and found signs of the specific coin, which is very funny. Uh, I really like that touch. We cut over to uh, Justin and Carlos, uh, and they are heading into the gym and juice bar. Some worker workmen guys are hauling away the uh, 
the uh, pinball, pinball machine, machine that is now just like completely destroyed. Before it was just like smoking a little bit. I don't know what happened to this poor pinball machine. <laughs> um, but yeah, Lieutenant Stone uh, walks out and they're like, what happened? And he's like, not what, who? And they're like, Balkan Skull. Balkan Skull. Of in course. Um, he explains that they tried to put some weird coin in it and that must be what broke it. And they're like, oh shit, what kind of coin? And he was like, gold colored, uh, size of a quarter, weird design. (laughs) And they're like, oh, cool. Uh, by the way, do you know where our good friends that we very much care about, Bulk and Skull, are? (laughs) (laughs) Um, he tells them that they're off at the nursery if they haven't been fired yet already. Uh, and, uh, they hot off to find Bulk and Skull, um, Bulk and Skull uh, are taking a break from the job. Uh, there is a uh, vending machine, and they're like, we're so thirsty. Let's try this coin that worked out so well before on this <laughs> machine. Uh, so they're getting ready to do it, uh, and then one of the bees, some of the bees stop them and try to grab the coin. They are surrounded all of a sudden by, like, I, to the to the credit of yes, I know that it's a uh, a bad costume as we just we've discussed. There are like fifty fucking extras in these things, so they did get a lot of people. Um, Divatox sees that they've got it finally, and she's like, "Ha ha! Those idiots have my coin." Uh, she summons Elgar and sends him down to go get uh, Wild Weeder and show up for the to get the coin. I like that Divatox is almost genre savvy in that moment because like I should have known it's those two. <laughs> it's not the Power Rangers. It's got to be their only other friends, right? Yeah, exactly. She's got to know. <laughs> she knows, like, well, it's not the Power Rangers, so they, they has... haven't met a new random person recently. So <laughs> yeah, right. It, or the yeah, the, the, there's no character of the day. So yeah, she, you know, as the Power Rangers get more genre savvy. Uh, in which, by which I mean, they immediately suspect Divatox for everything. Uh, she's also being like, well, if I'm looking for something, I know who's got to have it. Uh, we cut back down to Balkan Skull. Uh, they are surrounded. Wild Weeder and uh, Blue Centurion show up and are like, you better not have given that wishing coin to the Power Rangers. And they're like, what? Wishing coin? Uh, they hold it up. Uh, Balkan Skull go into fighting poses, which is very yeah. funny. So they're the, which is good because normally they just run away, but they're at least. I was gonna... so pumped. They're like, we're yeah. gonna defend this coin because these monsters want it, and we know monsters are bad. So yeah, uh, they're at least gonna give it a shot. But uh, the Rangers show up and morph, uh, and start fighting. And uh, again, this is all uh, American footage. I'm only mentioning it because I feel like uh. This episode, there is some uh, Sentai at the end, but it's a lot of original footage uh, and yeah. a lot of like morphed fights also in the suits. So and it's and it's pretty cool. choreography. Like there's a really cool part with uh, surprisingly Justin where he's like kind of cornered and doing some sick sick tricks around and to get around. He does an elbow drop, which is cool. Yeah, that was really cool. The elbow drop. Uh, also, it is. It's one of those things we we mentioned, I think, more earlier, but it's worth men- uh, worth saying again. The value add to a fight scene when it's not in one of three places is honestly pretty big because they're in this nursery. So there's a scene where they're like fighting in the doorway of a greenhouse, uh, just in, in and amongst the plants. It's cool. It's it's a yeah, fun, they're using their fun environment. fight scene. Yeah, there's like barrels and stuff. There's Moving around pillars. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, they, they fight the uh, Piranatrons for a while. Um, Wild Weeder tell, says he has an idea, but he needs Blue Centurion to distract the Rangers. Uh, previously, he's just been standing there and they've been plenty distracted, but whatever. He gets in there and into the fight um, and uh, starts beating him up again. Uh, they, they still try to talk him out of it. Uh, and he's just like, by the way, when I find the coin, we'll kill you. And then he leaves for some reason. Uh, I don't know why. 
And for some reason, TJ looks up like he went upwards, but he didn't. He just teleported. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then uh, I have to say I, I was, you know, Power Rangers is no stranger to drawing things out. But I, I was like, okay, so what's the rest of the episode? Oh, it turns out Balkan Skull just like ran away when they weren't on camera. So they lost Balkan Skull. Uh, so they have to go find him again to get the coin. Um, uh, and I, I like we see them uh, get into their cars. And at first we just see the red car and blue car driving. I'm like, oh, they're not going to show him put the feet in. Oh, there it is. His feet are yeah. in the clamps. Don't worry, Every time, got to show Carlos <laughs> with his feet in those clamps. It's very important. So I'd listen to you guys describe it. I thought it was like just a thing around his ankles or something. I did not realize how much of an actual clamp this was. Yeah, it's pretty heavy duty. They're sort of like if you've ever uh, skied, like the the like clamps for your, yeah. your boots on skis uh, to to really lock them in there to make sure that you don't go flying. I also I am not a physicist. I'm uh, pretty bad at math, but I think if you were just attached by your ankles and were driving around in a car, that would still <laughs> probably be pretty bad for you. Like well, that's I why he's th- holding on to the part. <laughs> <laughs> true. True. At this point, they they we are now in Sentai footage, but they pull up in the the really the, good Sentai footage. <laughs> yeah, they pull up in the cars. Uh, Wild Weeder is watering some plants, and uh, the Rangers are like, "Well, this is probably bad. Like, <laughs> I doubt he's just doing some plants. There's probably some reason." Um, he throws uh, some more seeds out. Uh, and uh, they take over their cars, uh, yeah. which is the, but see this one. Well, it does take over and more like it wraps them up so they can't be used. Right. And, and at this time they are like wrapped in, in, uh, vines and like flowers and stuff like that. So they can't move around, uh, which is what I thought was gonna happen to those people, but whatever. Um- then... Go ahead. I, I would have liked to have seen him try to put the t-shirts on the cars. Yeah, 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 yeah. The mind control Whoa. t-shirts. Uh, oh, yeah. That, Unfortunately, that... the Japanese version doesn't have, because it's a Sunday footage, yeah. they don't have people with the t-shirts. They have these fucking plastic bee monsters come out of nowhere, and they got these huge st- stingers, and they're so cute and good, and I love them. The... <laughs> Uh, so they look like Beedrill, the Pokemon. Yeah, basically. but like, but, 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 but instead of having like two hands of stingers on them, it's just the the Beedrill stinger on their butt kind of thing. And, and the my favorite thing they're about huge the stingers. <laughs> yeah, they're big. They're these big, like I don't know, head size, like your head sized bees, and they're they're literally just on, you know, they're on fishing line. Like someone's just. <laughs> yeah. And what's so funny about that is that it means that they are often, like, flying sideways or backwards because, you know, they're just... (laughs) Bees kind of do that in real life, though. They kind of just fly all around. We don't really know what's going on with them. It kind of works. It just looks really funny. I love these little puppet thingies. At at first, the bees are just kind of, like, annoying them. And then out of nowhere, they just fucking shoot the Power Rangers with bee lasers. That's the best part. Why didn't they do that earlier? That's the best part to me (laughs) that they're just on fishing line is because because of that, they all shoot, like, at the Rangers. But because they're, like, just spinning around and stuff, half of them are facing facing the other way. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. They're, They're just, like... They shoot lasers out of their butts, but they're faced in random directions. <laughs> it's very <laughs> funny. Um, they, uh, the, oh, I guess we should have mentioned the bees are like going for the flowers that are on the cars now. So they're trying to rip the flowers off the cars uh, and they're getting hassled by these bees. Uh, and then they get shot, like we said, by bee lasers. <laughs> um, and then... Uh, uh, at that point, they pull their guns out, which they remember the because super they're super navigator guns. Yeah, they remember that because they're in Sentai footage that they have the like uh, target seeking mode, so they can shoot these very erratic bees. Which again they, looks really cool. Yeah, and like uh, it's weird yep. how like the American ones fucks it up so much because that looked really cool. Yeah, it's real fun. The looking. Lasers. I was gonna ask if they'd used these before. <laughs> 
They have not very often, but um, yeah, they have used them before. And it like the laser like literally curves when they say like seeking. It, it literally like they shoot it and the laser like curves around. Yeah, and like, like the turbo. By the way, those guns are also very turbo navigators. The yeah. turbo navigators just revealed to be able to be could turn into a gun. Hmm. Yeah, out could, of nowhere. <laughs> uh, if my GPS could turn into a gun, I mean, I don't really like guns, but that'd still be pretty cool that it could do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess it would be my phone. I don't have a separate GPS. Uh, anyway, so the Rangers uh, kind of uh, take cover, uh, and then the oh, sorry, no, they shoot them. They shoot all the bees but one. And then uh, the wild weeder and his one bee leave, which I think is very funny that they like get he he saves his one bee basically. Um, he comes again. He comes back, which is it's great. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, um, I, I, so go ahead. I'm so sorry. Do they all have these guns? Because only uh, the female they range. They do, but only only um only cat and, and uh. Cassie, not Cat. <laughs> Cassie and Ashley. Ashley. Yeah, only those two. Yeah, Ashley. Uh, only those two pull out their guns. It's weird. Yeah, All right. I, I'm not sure. They might only have a couple of them. I can't remember. It's never been super clear to me how many turbo navigators they have. So who knows? Um, but yeah. Uh, then. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I said Wild Weeder leaves. That's not true. He just sits down and says he's done and needs yeah. a break. Uh, and then Blue Centurion comes out and is like, well, I'll kill him since you just, I get, guess need to take a, a quick seat, <laughs> uh, which is very funny. Um, and, uh, before we go to the, uh, Zord battle, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. At the end of this day, one shall stand, one shall fall. Honey, what are you doing? Just recording some lines for a promo for War and Beast, since we're reviewing the new War for Cybertron series. Uh-huh. Well, that explains you're wearing your Optimus hoodie. But why aren't you wearing any pants? Uh, new episodes of War and Beast, Mondays on AudioEntropy.com. we're back so uh at this point we are about to have our big old zord battle uh between um blue centurion zord and uh all the individual rescue i forget uh, what his english name is i know it's sirender in um robo racer i don't think is that what it's called he says initializing Robo Racer when he hops in. Oh, that's yeah, so Robo lame. Racer, and it, <laughs> it has like a mode. Uh, the the it's like combat mode has another name, but I can't remember what it is right now. Um, but yeah, so uh, they all five of the Rangers Zords uh, take on Blue Centurion Zord, uh, which it it's just a problem with. I think before I th- we actually get the Zord fight, we go back to Balkan Skull. Oh, do we? I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm, I must have missed that. Uh, oh, you're yeah. right. Yes. Good point. Um, so Balkan Skull uh, have the coin. They know it's magic uh, and that people are chasing them for it. So they decide they should make a wish. And Balk starts to say, uh, I wish that we had the most something. And then all the bees see them. And uh, they run away again. And they, they, they absolutely don't have time to finish a sentence at all. You, you know, they could, but it's Balkan Skull. It's They're good that not... they don't because of what happens, but like, yeah. But yeah, it's pretty funny. Um, then the rangers get in their zords. So, so yeah, we have this five-on-one zord fight because and the rangers kicking the shit out of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it's it's a problem, I think, with the idea of each zord having like a, a a humanoid mode. Basically, is like they never have like five monsters. It's always like five on one, and it it it's kind of silly. Um, 
But especially since like what happens here is literally they surround him. They all grab him. And Blue Centurion's like, well, five on one better increase power and just pushes a button and then gets more powerful and breaks out of the hold. <laughs> like, it's just silly. Um, <laughs> but uh, they keep fighting for a while. Uh, they're still kind of beating his ass because, you know, it's five robots on one robot. Um, no, I mean, like, they, 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 they trounce him, I feel like, by the end yeah. of it. Like, they're just yeah, gang-beating much. him. Like. Uh, they, they, he, he, even uh, Blue Centurion, like, they cut to the cockpit and he, like, looks like he's dizzy, which is, you know, he's a robot. That doesn't make a ton of sense, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, there's a they're point where they're all... geometric circuits. <laughs> There's a point they're all bullying him, like standing at enough of a circle that they're like hitting him and pushing him. So they basically made a mosh pit with Blue Centurion in the middle. Yeah, it does sort of look like they're like uh, they're like razzing him or like playing (laughs) monkey in the middle or something. (laughs) It's very funny. Uh, Give us your lunch money, Blue Centurion. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, they're going to rob Blue Centurion of his lunch money and then push him down on the off the swings. (laughs) Push him down Um, giant stairs. (laughs) Yeah, but uh he he like props himself up on a building because he's busy he's dizzy um which doesn't again i guess the ro- the mech is also dizzy i don't know uh bulk and skull see this fight happening they think uh blue centurion is good i think right is that what the thought is here because they start gra- they grab flags and start like trying to flag him down um uh, and then also the Rangers. So the Rangers see uh, see them and know that they've got the coin. So they come down. Justin comes down specifically because, like, yeah, it's yes. kind of a Justin story, but not really at all. But yeah, <laughs> well, it's his dad's coin, so I guess it it, it counts. Uh, yeah, but but yeah, they they hand over the coin, uh, and Skull is is kind of reticent to do it, and Bulk has to drag him off. Because uh, he Skull wants the wish. I, I know you guys have talked about it a bunch again, but D- Justin doesn't do any kind of big voice talking to them. No, no that's he's a just good child po- voice, yeah. That's a good point, actually, because not only does he not try to do like a Batman voice or something, he knows them in his civilian life. So like the fact that because you know i could conceivably see that like if you talk to a power ranger and you knew that voice you might not recognize it because it's such like a weird situation but if if you talk to a power ranger and they had a little kid's voice and you also knew that little kid i feel like that would would be really weird but would you like assume like oh he must grow big into a into an adult man listen (laughs) i don't know what i you know that's a fair point that would be kind of a wild leap it's uh, crazier than their theories back when they were trying to find the rangers. That's true. When they were like, oh, they must be aliens or they must be whatever. Yeah, that is a good point. But yeah, you're, <laughs> you're right. He, they, you know, he never does a voice, but especially in this situation, it's, it's pretty weird. Um, at this point, uh, so Justin has the coin. He considers wishing for his dad to come home because that's what he wished for in the last episode. Well, I also like that Balkan Scholar, like, after we give it to him, they're like, so we could have wished for whatever we wanted, though? And he's like, yeah, that's right. And they're like, ah, okay, right. it's the right Exa- thing, though. Yeah, <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, so, but Justin fights off his urge to wish for his dad to come home mm-hmm. and wishes for Blue Centurion to be good again, which immediately fixes the problem. Uh, and... The the Rangers if TJ walks up in his Zord and like taps uh, Blue Centurion's Zord on the back. I thought he was gonna punch him because like they didn't know yet, but nope, they already knew and they're like, "Haha, we're so glad to have you back, buddy. You're our best friend." And he's like, "Hooray, I'm fixed." <laughs> That's and then they all do a, a like a um put their fists in a in a uh like a, a cowabunga thing yeah they do a cowabunga exactly <laughs> i am impressed justin got back to his zord in time for the fist bump yeah very very fast they can jump real good <laughs> he we tell- as we've seen yeah mm. That's fair. Uh, okay. so at this point um 
Divatox is pissed and it's like, okay, shoot the torpedoes. We actually get a shot. This is something we've talked about a little bit uh, of like, oh, they're on the moon base, but where's the actual submarine? Because they're still in the submarine. Uh, We get a shot where we see the submarine docked like in the moon base and we see the torpedoes get shot out from the submarine into space, which is interesting. Uh, I guess they, they don't have any like on board space space launchers. They just have. I don't know. Some... I, I also, <laughs> guys, Divatox looking through the B is that's what it looks like. Is she look? Oh yeah, uh, I don't what? know where no. she's looking through. That's a good point. Because it like zooms in really close on the B and shows shows her looking afterwards. Well, I, would... I think it's just a coincidence, but I can understand how your brain could put those two things together like that. I don't know. I like to imagine because normally uh, the the uh, little telescope has to come out of wherever she's looking at. <laughs> I just like to imagine the bee with a little periscope coming out of its back. But yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, they shoot the torpedoes down to Earth. Uh, it makes a wild weeder giant... It also makes the bee giant, and now they're not. Now it's not cute anymore. I don't like it. <laughs> it's horrifying. Yeah, uh, I can't wait to watch the Sentai episode and see him feeding Emo Yokan to the bee because that's got to be what happens, right? <laughs> that's the stuff they eat in the in Sentai to get big, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, the bee is, I guess, still on just line, but now what happens? Is it's much bigger than like even 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 like relative to like the other characters? It's like it's like almost as big as the the monster's head, which is as big as a body, pretty much. So it's like way basically like it looks way creepier looker looking. Like it's got like really like uh, uh, sharp fangs and stuff. It looks really cool. I love it. I love this bee. I love these bees. (laughs) The bees are real fun. I also like that. this is not quite as funny as uh, Eric, our, our editor's favorite thing that's ever happened in Power Rangers, which is the the wicked spinning wheel that they fight that just flies <laughs> around. Um, but it is what's fu- so funny about this fight is it's basically Blue Centurion versus Wild Weeder, and then f- the five other Rangers versus this bee, which yeah, is and just. All their- Five different Zords and the bees yeah, kicking the, their asses. <laughs> they're all trying to punch punch a bee, which obviously, if you've ever tried to swat a bee, it's not very easy. And they're trying to punch it, and it's not working. <laughs> yeah, I think I think Bug is just in the fighting. I think maybe I don't know. <laughs> it's very funny. Uh, they they decide that they're five. It's a flying gi- type too. They decide <laughs> their five giant robots are. Too inferior to defeat this bee, <laughs> so they morph in, or sorry, they they combine into the Megazord. Um, at which point, uh, the Blue Centurion is basically like, uh, you know what? I have had it, or or oh, sorry. What happens is the the Wild Weeder tangles up, um, uh, Blue Centurion, and then uh. The Megazord shoots him to to free Blue Centurion, and yeah, pulls then, out two guns and just unloads on this guy. Right, and then Blue Centurion's like, "All right, you guys take Wild Weeder. I'm making it personal against this bee." <laughs> and he pulls out his the giant. The bee is mine, he says. Yeah, and this time a... it's personal. <laughs> There's a great okay. scene before the like the Megazord walks up because. You know they were they were transforming, so the bee can't fight it anymore. So it fl- it flies over and is also shooting at Blue Centurion. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Like, well, you while you combine, I'm just gonna go over here and like shoot at the other guy. <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's very funny looking. Uh, Blue Centurion pulls out his giant cop knife, which we've talked about before, <laughs> and uh, stabs that bee to death. Which is a sentence I'm you only get to say on Power Rangers, which I love. <laughs> And then uh, the Rangers blast uh, Wild Weeder with their finishing move and kill him, uh, which is cool. I, I mean, I still don't really love the finishing move, but they I feel like that for whatever reason, the Sentai footage is a little cooler here. Um, I did not a- realize the Rescue Megazord's finishing move was just big guns. 
Yeah, we've said it before. I feel like maybe we haven't made it clear in audio. It's literally... I feel like we tried. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's literally just two big bazookas that it holds. Like, it's not like... One of them shoots fire and the other one's like a Gatling gun bazooka thing. Yeah, it's very funny looking because I feel like... I feel like previously it's either a certain, like, like, like the sword spin... Or, or like a rush. It's some kind of thing they're doing. It's usually not just, now I have these guns. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so so he blows them up. We cut back down to uh, the... We see that all the bee people have turned back to normal, which is nice. Uh, and... Then we get a... Uh, Carlos uh, was looking for Justin... And he says, uh, Justin, I was looking all over for you. And he found him at the wishing fountain. He says, are you going to make another wish? And Justin says, it doesn't matter what I wish. They never come true. And he throws his dad's coin on the ground. Uh, and you get a shot from the ground's perspective of the coin landing right in front of it, which is cute that they tried to do something there. <laughs> uh, Carlos picks it up and it says, and he says, you know, Justin, some... Uh, never throw your wishes away. Some might uh, take a little longer than you like, but if you really want them, you can't give up. And then he gives him the coin back. And it's just, it's just very funny because I understand what they're trying to say is like, don't give up on your dreams and keep pursuing them. But in this context, what he's literally saying is don't stop wishing on this wishing well continue to wish on the wishing well until it works i don't re- think i think he's being metaphorical like you said like the first thing you said is is what it is and not at all the second thing you said it's just <laughs> funny to me but, but then uh, he turns around and there's justin's dad I don't know if Carlos arranged this or if he just got very lucky at the end of his he, I speech. I think he got very lucky is what it is. Um, and uh, he runs over to hug his dad and he says uh, he got a new job in Angel Grove and he gets to stay now. And he does not say, and you get to move out of the children's group home. But, you know, that's accurate. <laughs> I'm going to live in a motel room and you'll be living in a children's group home. <laughs> They're trying to do like a nice rotating shot around them as they hug during this conversation. This camera is moving way too fast for this shot, though. It's almost a little disorienting. Yeah, that's true. They do the spinny like it's a it's like an action shot, but it's just a hug. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's the episode. I mean, it's it's pretty good. I love the bees. They're very funny. Yeah, it's it's a goofy episode that's pretty fun it's real silly i like blue centurion a lot um i don't know that i've said this but blue centurion honestly maybe it's just because phantom ranger is not very interesting but uh blue centurion is a lot of fun you know despite the cop stuff and i like his his turn as a bad guy uh a lot it's fun his third one third Um, turn as a bad guy Yes, yes, his third <laughs> turn is a bad guy. That's true. He does he does have that pesky thing where he keeps becoming evil, but you know, whatever. It's <laughs> Which Power Rangers uh have not ever had a problem with turning evil over and over again. It, it works. It's it's fine. <laughs> um any f- uh final thoughts about the episode? I thought it was I thought it was fun. Yeah, it's goofy. I I I like the you know the like I made fun of the B stuff really hard, but that's what I'm here for, to be honest with you, for Power Rangers. So, like, yeah, yeah. totally. Uh, it's a blast. I really had a good time with this episode. Uh, it's fun. Um, so, with that, uh, I will draw back the curtain a little bit here for you, listener. Uh, I'm having technical issues, so I don't think we're going to do uh, uh, questions this week. However, if you have a question for us, send it to us at Teens with Tude on Twitter, Teenagers with Attitude is our Facebook group, or Teens with Tude at gmail.com is our email address. Um, Emily, is there anything you'd like to plug this week? Uh, yeah, um, Warren Beast has started up again. Uh, they're covering um, the War for Cybertron Netflix series. 
Uh, so yeah, if you if you miss listening to that podcast, or maybe you want to see what people think about that show, uh, give a check in at, at audiointerview.com War and Beast. Also, yeah. you can find me on Twitter at This Is Emeralds. Uh, Dylan, is there anything you'd like to promote while you're on? Um, I don't really do anything, but if you occasionally, maybe once a year, want to watch me make a former Power Ranger talk to the <laughs> podcast, make them really uncomfortable, you can follow me on Twitter at uh, Dylan Lee seventy. There you go. Uh, and y- thanks for coming on, man. We really pre- ha- appreciate having you. It was a blast. I was really, really awesome being here. Um, or being on whatever. Um. I've, I've said it on Twitter and stuff before. I, I not to get weirdly serious at the end of a comedy thing, but like this, this show means a whole, whole lot to me. It's helped me through like a really bad part in my life that I don't really like to talk about, but y- y'all silly goofs and whatever has just like meant the world to me. That's, that, that's great, man. We're glad to hear it. And, and like, I, I know it's probably awkward to say that to us, but like, I, I think we all have stuff like that. It's just that, you know, and it's like, weird I don't being the one though. Right. And, well, and also, you know, <laughs> often you don't get to tell, like I didn't get to tell uh, the guy who plays Lucifer when I binged through that entire show when I was really sad that he helped me out, but Hey, it's Aww. nice. It's nice that we were around and uh, I'm glad we can help out. Uh, but till next time, uh, four teenagers without it. Oh, sorry. I should do mine. You should can find me at Chinchy McChilla on Twitter, and you should check out all of our cool podcasts on AudioEntropy.com. Uh, and until next time, for Teenagers with Attitude, I've been Zach. I've been Emily. And I've been Dylan. And may the power protect you always. Always.